Hello and welcome to the Profitable Brands Podcast with me, Rebecca, owner of Sugar Branded Branding Agency. We help beauty businesses harness the power of branding so they can grow their client base and earn more money. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Profitable Brands Podcast. In this episode today, we're going to be going through my four-point framework for creating an aligned brand. This is something that I covered in one of the reels on my Instagram, which is really popular. So let's jump into it. So in order to create an effective brand and make the best branding decisions possible, you want to make sure that your brand is aligned with the group of people that are going to be buying from you. That's your target audience. So how do we do that? We need to, step one, figure out what our unique selling point is. What is unique about what we have to offer to the industry? Step two, figure out and find out more information about our target audience. So we need to know who our target audience is. I want to know them like a best friend so that we can effectively sell our products or services to them. Step three is to create a brand that communicates point one, our unique selling point, to um, point two, our target audience. And point number four is to use this brand consistently across all of your touch points. So let's start with point one, figuring out our unique selling point. So every business offers a basic service that might be manicures, lash extensions, a flight, a burger, a handbag. Every one of these products or services is homogenous within the industry. So People aren't just buying from you because they want to get their nails done or because they want their lashes done. If that was the case, then every single business would have like a unique um, chance at gaining that sale or gaining that client. But there's reasons why we as customers and we as buyers and consumers, there's reasons why we choose one business option over another. So even think about yourself, I'm sure there's reasons why you go to your regular lash technician or why, why you go somewhere particular for your facials. There's reasons why you choose that business over others. And that is that business's unique selling point. So you as a service, um, as a service-based business, you have your own unique selling points too. So we need to understand what they are. So let's think of an example. Let's take McDonald's, for example. Their basic service of product are burgers, fries, chicken nuggets, but they've become a billion dollar company while other businesses saying the same things haven't. And why is this? It's because they've communicated a clear value above simply the food that they serve. So these are the value points that McDonald's have actually listed themselves in their brand guide. So they are lighthearted in their vibe. They're welcoming. They're dependable and unpretentious. So this is why people go to McDonald's over, you know, other places that you could get a burger and fries. So we need to understand what is unique about our service offering. So are you like do you specialize in more like glamorous styles do you provide like an exclusive um private service do you focus more on using like organic um more natural products in your services do you pride yourself on your like having a really fun bubbly girly like service and salon experience what is unique about what you have to offer this is the reason why when consumers are going through that comparison phase in the buying process when they're deciding who to buy this like homogenous product from this is why they're going to choose you over somebody else so it's really important for us to be aware of what our unique selling point is 
Okay, step two is to understand your target audience. So when we're creating our brand identities, we need to have our ideal client in mind so that we can ensure we're creating a brand that truly resonates and attracts them and excites them. So if you imagine trying to design a product without an end user in mind, it would be kind of pointless and difficult to do. Like say if you're designing a shampoo, but you didn't know what your customers' hair issues were, what they could afford to pay, you know, are they male or female, then it's really, really hard to like create a good product if you don't know any information about who you're designing it for. And that's kind of the same case for our services as well. So when making decisions about our brand, we should always have our ideal client at the forefront of our minds. And the easiest and most effective way for us to do that is to have a specific person in mind. This is called our client avatar. So we want to know as much information about this person as we possibly can. We want to know them like we know our best friend. Because imagine how well you know your best friend. You would know what her stresses are in life. You would know why she would buy one thing over another. You would know what she wants for her birthday. You know her interests um, and things like that. So we need to know all of that information about our target audience too. So how can we start gathering that information? So you want to start asking questions. So obviously there's, especially if you've had your business for a while or you've been in, you're really familiar with the industry that you're starting in, there's probably basic information that you already feel confident that you know. Like you probably know the majority of your clientele is female or if you're in a specific um, location, they might be like a three mile radius of the salon and things like that. That's basic information that you probably already know, but we don't want to assume everything. We want to take the time to do some market research and actually get to understand deeply our target audience. And this is going to be an ongoing process. And as your professional market researcher, it is just going to be a case of trial and error, just making sure you get as much information as possible and learning as you go and refining that. So a few ways you can get a lot of information on, on your target audience would be A, to um, ask questions on Instagram. So if you have an Instagram platform already that is semi-aligned to your target audience and who they might be, you can use that to ask questions, do polls and um, frame the questions in the right way. Pick the right questions. So don't just ask basic questions like, you know, would you prefer to see pink in the salon or white in the salon? Ask them questions like, how do you want to feel after you've received your treatment? What things might make your treatment not so enjoyable? What would make it more enjoyable? Why are there, what are the reasons that you've always come back to us as opposed to one of our competitors? Ask questions and record the information. You can also go on to SurveyMonkey and make your own um, forms to send out to people. But SurveyMonkey also offers a service, like a market research service, that you can pay, I think, maybe like 20p per response, maybe it's 5p per response. And they will send out the survey that you've made to like hundreds of people and you'll get the results back within 24 hours. And you want to be using this information wherever you're getting it from to inform your decisions about your branding and, um, you know, your messaging as well. So you want to understand what's the most important things to your target audience, then create your brand around that. So that leads us on to point three is creating a brand that communicates your unique selling point in a way that's attractive to your target audience. So 
think about your unique selling point and some keywords that would describe your business. So are you more of like calm, organic vibes or are you more girly and glamorous? Are you like clinical and clean? Maybe you do have more masculine vibes. How would you describe your business that aligns with a unique selling point? And then we want to be creating brand systems that um, communicate that. So this again can be tricky for trying to do it yourself, which is why I'd recommend that you do at least get some sort of consultation or some sort of support from a brand strategist when you're creating your brand if you're trying to DIY and you can't afford to get someone to do it for you. But there's like different um, ways that we can create our brand system. So in our system, we want to have a logo, a color palette and font palette. And then there's loads of other things that we want to talk about as well. But those are the basic things that you need as a minimum to start creating an aligned brand. So say, for example, your color palette. If you are like calm vibes and organic, maybe you're going to use more like natural toned colors. These might be like stone colors, sands, maybe like olive greens, um, more like colors that you would see in nature and that are calming. And you can base this on color psychology. So color psychology is a theory that colors make us as human beings feel different ways. So for example, red is like exciting and energizing. Yellow is happy and uplifting. White is like pure and innocent. So think of, use um, color psychology to help inform your decisions on what colors you're going to choose for your brand to make sure it's aligned with, with your unique selling point and what your target audience wants to experience and see when they're buying from you um you want to do the same with fonts as well so with your font system you want to be making sure that you have a font that's assigned to um your titles your body font and your subtitles and accents as well because the whole point of choosing your font is well a so that it kind of communicates again that unique unique selling point of vibe about your brand but you also want to create separation between the information that you're um, putting out there so say if you're creating your website you want to make it really clear what the main bit of information is that someone needs to read so that would be your title and obviously also adding all the extra information on your website as well and that would be your body text so you want to choose different fonts for those sections of text so that it's really easy for the reader to differentiate between the different bits of information that you're giving them and then your logo as well needs to be aligned to your unique selling point. So if you are like a girly, um, like bold brand, then maybe you want to use a bolder font. Or um, if you are more like formal or and, you know, maybe more exclusive, then maybe you want to use a more traditional serif font. Obviously, there is so much that goes into it. This is my whole job to create aligned brands for my client that communicates these things. But just make sure that you're trying your best and always bearing in mind when you're making these decisions, your point one, your unique selling point and point two, what your target audience want to see and experience from you. Because there's no point in you just going in and creating your brand system and your brand identity and thinking, oh, my favorite color is yellow, so I'm going to choose yellow. Or, oh, I quite like this font today, so I'm going to go with that font. You want to be creating a system that you can use repeatedly that aligns with and communicates point one to your target audience, which is point two of the framework. Okay, so point four of the framework is to make sure you're using this brand system consistently. So that means consistently over time, you don't want to be changing your brand every two weeks. You need to make sure that you are building equity in your brand over time. And what I mean by that is 
We want to be using our brand as a tool to build trust and recognition with our target audience. The only way that you can do that is by using it over time. If you're changing every two weeks, people are not going to be able to recognize it from week to week and you're not going to build up that trust and recognition with your target audience. I would say three to five years is would be a good amount of time before you change any part of your branding. So it should last you years. It should be an investment that lasts you a really long time. Um, and then you also need to be using it consistently across all of your touch points. So not only over time, it needs to stay the same, but it needs to stay the same across all of the platforms that you're on. So all of your social media accounts, your website, your interiors of your salons. If you're launching products that are partnered to your salon, that needs to feel the same as well. Your uniform, like your booking platform, if you can customize that, great. Make sure it's consistent across all of these touch points as well. So that when your customers and potential customers are moving between one space to another, so say they found you on Instagram and now they're heading to your website to book in, it needs to feel like the same company. Again, just to build that trust and remove any friction from that buying process. It's really, really important. And remember that your branding system isn't just visual it's not just what people are seeing it's also what they're experiencing as well so it's strategic it's what choices are using for your marketing your collaborations um what smells can they smell when they go into the salon what can they see what can they hear what's your tone of voice all of these things are important as well it's just it's strategic not just visual so that brings me to the end of this episode today. I hope you found that helpful. Um, the four-point framework post was really popular on my Instagram. So have a think about what you can start applying today. Can you spend a couple of hours going through this four-point framework and auditing your brand at least and seeing you know, how you're matching up against these four points to make sure that you're creating a, an aligned brand that attracts the right people to your business that are going to absolutely love what you do. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll catch up with you in the next episode.